Do you want to know more about the U.S. immigration law and how it works? Not only that, but through a real immigration lawyer? If so, you're in the right place. For anyone interested in immigration law as it applies to the U.S. and how to solve real problems, this podcast is for you. If you're in a relationship with somebody from another country and thinking about taking it to the next step, or if you're in a relationship with someone in the U.S. illegally and don't know what to do, we provide the answers. Hi, I'm Joanna and your host for Immigration Law with Montana PC. They've hired me to produce this show for you, and everything that I'm going to provide is checked and verified by a licensed immigration attorney. So we started this podcast series with a giant overview on what an immigration lawyer does. We then explained one of the most common procedures an immigration lawyer helps with, which are getting green cards. So today we're going to fill in the blanks with details. We're going to start with the basics. What is a green card? You'll learn that it is slang for something the government calls lawful permanent residence or LRP status, which is the right to live and work permanently in America. Now that you know what a green card is, then we'll go over the ways people get green cards. You'll see that family-based green cards, particularly marriage-based green cards, are very common. Anyone remember the old movie Green Card with Gerard Depardieu? Well, besides those stereotypes, you'll see that employment can lead to a green card and America helps the persecuted with green cards. All these and more. So let's jump in. After acquiring citizenship in the U.S., the second most popular immigration attorney request is help with U.S. green cards. Before we go any further, we should explain the term green card. You may already have an idea just based on popular culture, but green card is slang for being a lawful permanent resident or LPR, someone with the right to work and live in America permanently. The U.S. government would say that that person who has a green card is a lawful permanent resident. The other important thing to know about green cards is that they're not green. They were a long time ago, but today they are white. There are lots of ways that you are eligible for a green card. Today in our podcast, we will discuss some of the ways. By far the most common green card is one through marriage to a U.S. citizen, but other family members can obtain green cards too. The chief green card classifications are therefore green cards through family, employment-based green cards, diversity immigrant green cards, green cards through humanitarian grounds, and special immigrant green cards. So let's jump into family-based green cards. The most common green card is one through the family option. Families-dependent green cards are divided up into two classes. The first classification related to the immediate relatives of citizens of the U.S. The other category is family preference immigration. Children, parents, and spouses come under the first category. And out of these three choices, adults applying for spouses are the most commonplace. To acquire a U.S. green card via marriage, the United States citizen petitions for their spouse to get an immigrant visa. As soon as they've got one of those, they'll then register to be a permanent resident. This procedure is carried out through several forms of presenting a lot of additional information. Children come under this category as well, and it could be a stepchild, a biological child, or a child who has been adopted. Family-based green cards for fathers and mothers can be applied for by children who are already United States citizens and are over 21 years of age. 
The primary thing about direct relative immigration is that you do not have to even wait long for an immigrant visa. Family preference immigration is for relatives who are non-immediate. Family preference has four categories. These categories are unmarried sons and daughters of U.S. citizens over the age of 21, brothers and sisters of an adult U.S. citizen, married sons and daughters of United States citizens and their children and spouses, and spouses, children, and unmarried sons and daughters of LPRs over the age of 21. Waiting times for these categories can range from two years to 22 years. The second category is green cards for employment. Employment-based green cards have preference categories exactly like the preference categories for family. Only a limited number of green cards are issued from each categorization. The first preference applies to immigrant workers having exceptional abilities. The next level preference applies to highly educated aliens with advanced degrees. The third preference is for immigrant workers with considerable work experience or a bachelor's degree. And the fourth preference level is for special immigrant visas. And finally, the fifth preference level is for aliens generating work in the U.S. through a high level of investment. The first preference category is for aliens with exceptional ability. You'll find three different ways to establish this categorization. You can meet this requirement by showing you have outstanding aptitude in business, science, the arts, athletics, or education. Additionally, you can qualify if you're an exceptional multinational manager, executive, professor, or researcher. If you qualify, this is really the easiest classification to obtain an employment-based green card based on your time. Moreover, a large number of these green cards are available. The second level of preference applies to immigrant workers who are highly educated with significant degrees. You might qualify for this second category by having a master's degree or above, which is used for your career. The third category applies to aliens with significant work experience or a bachelor's degree. Hence, it means you do not need to have a bachelor's degree to be eligible. You simply need to have work experience of two years. For this particular categorization, there is an extremely restricted quantity of visas. Now, the fourth and fifth preferences are extremely rare. They are special immigrant visas and green cards for entrepreneurs. These special immigrant visas contain so many special conditions that we aren't going to list them all. People rarely obtain employment visas through the fourth categorization. And the fifth category, entrepreneur visas, is just for foreigners that create employment opportunities in the United States. This is through making an investment such as purchasing a qualifying business or maybe by investing in a regional center that has got qualifying incentives to meet the USCIS expectations. Once again, there aren't a lot of green cards offered in this category either, so we aren't going to look into it much further. But if you want us to do a show on this particular type of category, please send us an email and we will be happy to cover it. Another categorization of green cards is humanitarian green cards. The U.S. 
can implement humanitarian solutions when it comes to folks who want to enter the U.S. because of abuse or persecution. Additionally, it extends this humanitarian perspective to individuals who have already entered the country. Humanitarian green cards include refugee green cards, parole in place green cards, delayed action for child arrivals, and asylee green cards. U.S. asylee green cards are suitable for applicants who've been granted asylum beforehand and have been living in America for 12 months or more. They will also need to demonstrate that they will meet the definition of someone who's been given asylum. Refugee green cards are intended for applicants who reside outside the U.S., but who the U.S. has a particular concern on a humanitarian basis. A refugee must be able to prove persecution and has not settled permanently in any other country. Irrespective of the level of persecution a refugee suffers, they still must be acceptable to the U.S. Once accepted into America by this path, you can become a candidate for a green card. A parole-in-place green card is for military spouses. They permit military wives and husbands to have an undocumented entry to the United States forgiven. The wife or husband may change their status in the United States to be an LPR and receive a green card. In this manner, the husbands and wives of military personnel don't have to depart the U.S. and may be subject to bars to re-entry only to apply to a visa to go back. Those are the three foremost U.S. humanitarian green cards. Applying for humanitarian U.S. green cards is demanding. On top of that, it is incredibly complicated to find out if you are actually a candidate for one. Attorneys who specialize in immigration can help ascertain if you are genuinely eligible. The fourth and fifth green card categories are special immigrant visas and diversity lottery visas. These classifications are just so specialized and rare that we aren't going to go into them much here. Several of the special immigrant U.S. green cards are specific to Panama Canal employees, Amerasians, religious workers, Iraqi or Afghan translators, members of the armed forces, and specific physicians. They are, in fact, several more, but those mentioned are just a few illustrations of precisely what is available. Diversity Lottery U.S. Green Cards are drawn by random selection among all the entries from countries with low rates of immigration to the United States. To discover if you're eligible for any sort of special green card, it's far better to speak with an immigration lawyer. They're highly knowledgeable and will assist you in figuring out which green card meets your requirement. As you see, the U.S. federal government offers numerous ways for folks to acquire a U.S. green card. Still, not every person can get one because not everyone can qualify. To maximize your odds of getting eligibility, you should schedule a consultation with a competent immigration lawyer who is well informed about the U.S. green card categories you aspire to get. Therefore, if you have a close relative who would like to sponsor you, consult an immigration attorney who specializes in family-dependent green cards. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you found this information informative. If you want more information on this topic or any other immigration law topic, please visit us on the web at www.immigrationlawofmt.com. 
but in most places in the world, you can probably just search Montana Immigration Lawyer and we'll be the first hit. Immigration Law of Montana PC. We're on Facebook too. Don't forget to like our page or contact us there as well. Also, don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Let us know that you're listening and let us know if you have any questions that you want answered so we can dedicate the shows to you. Again, don't forget to subscribe and thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Immigration Law of Montana PC. We'll see you guys next time. Thanks for listening.